Come on, let's give Jesus a big hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whoa, come on, everybody put your hands up. Put your hands up like you're about to get blessed. Put your hands up like you're about ready to get your miracle. Put your hands up like there's something hovering about a meter above your head that's about to descend upon you. That's it. That's it. You feel that? How many of you guys feel in the presence? How many of you guys feel in that anointing that lifts the burden and breaks the yoke? That anointing that sets the captives free. That anointing that heals the sick. That anointing that drives out devils. That anointing that brings forth the miraculous power of Jesus, the anointed one. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus. Man, I can feel it just hitting this area right now. The anointing starting to hit this area. Okay, well, tonight I have the privilege of receiving the offering. Wow, it went quiet. No, 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 no. That isn't what you do when we worship God. You See, the natural man does not understand the spiritual things of God because they are spiritually discerned. But if you understand that the offering is spiritual, you might just have joy hit you. You might just have a breakthrough that hits you where your miracle comes when you come to the altar and you bring an offering unto the king of kings. Remember, he's your father, he's your dad. Everything that you've ever received in your life financially has come from him. Every blessing, every meal, your clothes you're wearing, the car you're driving, the petrol that you put in the car, the place that you live, it has all come from him. How much more shall we not give back to the Lord of glory so he can multiply what you give? I want you guys to go ahead and grab a seat real quick. We're going to see the fire of God consume the offering tonight. Does that sound good? Can I get a shout in this house? This is not an American thing. This is a heaven thing. You see, I've lived one third of my life in New Zealand. I live here now and I know that it isn't America that talks about prosperity, it's Jesus. It's God Almighty, the blessing that came to earth when he said, be blessed, Abraham. Be blessed, Eve. Be blessed, Adam. Be blessed, Moses. Be blessed, David. Be blessed, Solomon. Be blessed, little boy with the fish and the loaves. Be blessed, Peter, as you cast your net out. The blessing, the pronounced blessing. You see... We cannot call Poppy the blessing of heaven and think that we're going to get blessed. Say amen. Say amen. That means I agree. I'm going to let you take a break for five minutes, bro, because you played for three hours today. Hey, why don't you grab a seat there just in case Jeff needs you. Go ahead and take a break and a breather. Grab a drink of water. You'll be all right. Can I talk to you for five minutes? I'm not going to take a half hour. I'm going to talk to you for a few minutes because there's a stronghold that needs to be dealt with in our hearts and in our minds. 
Because the very attitude of, our, of, of what's going on in our thoughts hinders us from receiving the blessing. Um, it's impossible to please God unless we're in faith. Does that make sense? Now, it takes faith to trust God with your finances, right? It takes faith to give to God, right? Now, if you understand that from the beginning in Genesis that the blessing came to mankind, you'll understand that it's flowed throughout 7,000 years into present day. There is a blessing that God is wanting to bring to prosper his people so his end time harvest can take place. Not only that, but he wants to bless you. Do you believe that he wants to bless you? Don't tall poppy it. You see, tall poppy will look down upon something or it'll chop something down and belittle it. Is that going to produce fruit? Is that going to produce a harvest? What do you think? Do you think that if we got rid of that belief system in this country that we might just get our breakthrough financially? You see, if you're in the business world, you've got to overcome that thing to get your harvest. If you're going to get a degree, you've got to overcome all the yeah buts to get to the place of getting your degree. So, so you can prosper. So you can fulfill your career. So your business can increase. Amen? If you're going to fulfill your calling in this nation, you're going to have to overcome the opinions of men. You're going to have to overcome negative belief systems. You're going to have to overcome a poverty mindset. Because poor preachers can't do anything. Blessed preachers can. Amen? Oh, can I preach? I love smashing poverty devils. I love casting out poverty demons. You know why? Because it breaks the curse and the lie of Satan that's stopping us from having millions of dollars. Now, if I said all of you guys could be millionaires tonight, everybody would probably say yes and amen. Maybe not. Maybe you'd say it doesn't matter about the money. It's all that matters is if you're rich or poor. It doesn't matter. Really? Well, if your heart is good, that money will be good. If your heart is evil, then you might cause the money to not be so good. You see, the opposite of giving is greed and selfishness. So either you're a, a, a giver or you're a, a greedy little selfish thing. I could have said a few other words, but. So you got you to gotta find out what side of the fence you're on. Now, I have a scripture here. I'm going to read it, and it it's coincides with the theme of what the Spirit of God is bringing into this room. How many of you guys were here this morning? Wave your hands. How many of you guys weren't? Okay, there's half, almost half the room. Welcome. Hi. Wave to me. I went back. Hey, what's up? Now, were you guys here last night? Anybody here last night that didn't make it this morning? Okay, there's quite a few of you, too. Okay, this morning, <clears throat> the Holy Spirit brought forth a timely word that had times and seasons and days and nights. 
It had dates. It had something that has been organized before the world began. You see, God knew you before you were ever born. Did you know that you're a seed? Everyone in this room is a seed. Everyone in this room is a harvest. Did you know that everything you do is a seed? Did you know that when you feed somebody a meal, that's a seed? Did you know that your words are seeds? Did you know that everything on earth works by seed time and harvest? Jesus said it this way. He said, if you cannot understand the story of the sower, how will you not understand all things? That if you understand the power of sowing, you're going to understand the power of the word of God. Because the word of God is also seed. The word of God is also harvest. You see, we're believing for a mass harvest of souls. But we're going to also need a mass harvest of finance for the souls to come in. You know that stadium over there? That's not free. That means that, uh, uh, that, means that Daniel and Ben are believing God just like all of you. Now that stadium is going to be filled with people. Thousands of people will be saved. That's a harvest. But somebody has to sow for the harvest to come in. You get what I'm saying? Okay, I'm going to read a scripture. In Genesis 8, verse 22, it says, While the earth remains, that means that it's still remaining. It always remains. From the creation of God to now, it's still remaining. That sounds hillbilly. Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. That means that seasons don't change. Sure enough, summer's coming. Sure enough, winter's coming. Sure enough, even like the word came today, night and day, day and night. It comes like clockwork. So does seed time and harvest. You see, the scripture says that he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly. And it also says he who sows abundantly shall reap abundantly. Abraham did it this way. What's most precious to me? God required it. You know what he required? Do you love me, Abraham? Do you love me more than your son? You see, Isaac was his seed and his harvest. The very promise of what God said to Abraham, according to your seed, according to your descendants, this shall be. Isaac came, the promise came, and God asked of Abraham, do you love me? Will you offer your son? And that's where God revealed himself as Jehovah Jireh, because when he was willing to offer on the altar his son, God provided for him a goat in the fence. God also revealed to Abraham that he said, I will be El Shaddai unto you. I am the abundant God. I am the God that's more than enough. I am the one that can bless you above all measure. There is no limit to my blessing that I will bring to you. That's your father talking right there. He said, even as your descendants, it shall be as the sand of the sea and the stars of the heavens. 
In multiplying, I will multiply you. In blessing, I will bless you. That's our God. That's the power of the seed. You see, if you sow, you will reap. If you do not sow, you cannot reap. It's a spiritual law. It's also a natural law. I'm going to close this offering, and then we are going to receive a seed offering to heaven where we can expect a harvest to come. How many of you guys need some financial miracles? Okay. I'm not saying, oh, if you give, you're just going to get. But I am saying if you sow, you're going to reap. But the scripture does also say, give and it shall be given. Press down, shaking together, running over, men shall give under your bosom. So munch on that one for about 30 seconds. But what giving does, it destroys greed and selfishness. And it releases faith. It releases expectancy. It releases something that causes your miracle to be in motion. It causes hope to come alive. And when hope's hovering, like I said, there's stuff hovering over the room. Faith. Faith will pull it in like it's a kite in the sky. And faith reels it in. How many of you guys are believing for a breakthrough tonight? How about a breakthrough in your finances? How about a miracle in your money? Now, we teach on healing to get people healed. We teach on deliverance to get people delivered. We preach the good news of salvation to get people saved. What makes it any different to talk about finances to get you blessed? Is this okay? Are you guys starting to get a little bit of faith and some excitement in you? Hello? You see, either this could be the most uncomfortable point of the service. Smile at me. Or it could be the most glorious moment in the service. So when God comes down on the altar, what does he come down with? Fire, right? This is called fire church, right? Huh? Well, the reason why I put these buckets, I had these, the ushers put the buckets at the altar is because God's going to consume your offering with fire. And it's going to go up as a sweet-smelling aroma. And he's going to multiply what you give. He's going to give you a harvest on your seed. It is going to be a moment of glory. Now, in the Old Testament, the temple was built with gold. They offered thousands of oxen, thousands upon thousands. My question to you tonight is, what's your Isaac? What is that seed, that precious seed that causes you to move in faith? Now, for me, I spent so much of my finance as an offering to God to come here to plant a church. And I'm still sowing and believing. You know why? Because I need a harvest to do everything God's called me to do. 
I live by this thing. I remember in Bible school, I gave one jacket away, a leather jacket, to a poor kid. Expensive leather jacket. In a matter of eight weeks, I had seven jackets given to me. One was worth $1,000, a Hugo Boss one. That some businessman, we were walking through the mall to have lunch after church, and we walked by the, we walked by the, the tr- trench coats. Beautiful cashmere trench coat. And I looked at it, and I said, he goes, he goes, that's a nice jacket. I said, yeah, I'm going to New York to preach, and it's cold there in the winter. And, I'm like, and he said, try it on. I tried it on. He looked at me, and he said, that looks good on you. And he said, I want to buy it for you. I want to bless you. I'm like, no way. I didn't tell him I sewed to the poor kid that was going on a, a, a missions trip my expensive leather jacket. But if you sew a jacket, you're going to reap jackets. <laughs> if you sew, hmm, I feel the anointing. <laughs> if you sew watches, you're going to reap watches. If you sow finance, if you sow money, you're going to reap fruit of money. Does that make sense? Whatever you sow is what you reap. Now, right now, I want everybody to close their eyes and ask the Lord, what are you to give? The seed that causes faith. If you don't give in faith, don't give. But I'm hoping and believing that everybody right now starts to get their miracle in motion with a seed. I'm hoping that you get past yourself and past your comfort zone where you get into faith. Okay? To the millionaire, $100 is not faith. Do you get what I'm saying? Right now, I'm going to pray for you. Now, you're going to sense something tonight because the Lord wants to confirm something to you. When you come up and bring your offering of worship, an act of love before him and say, Father, this is what I have. I bless you. Thank you for blessing me. And then I want you to say this. Lord, multiply it. He did it for Peter. He did it for the little boy with the fish and the loaves. He'll do it for you. Lord, multiply it. If you're needing a breakthrough, I want you to tell him what it's for. Lord, this is for that, that, that job I'm believing for. Lord, this is for my debt to be removed. I am releasing my faith in this act of worship, in this act of generosity, believing for a harvest in this area. Whatever your Isaac is, do you love me? Do you love me? Of course we love him. That shouldn't even be a, a second thought. Now let's put action into our, our, our heart of love. Put your, put your treasure in your heart in the same place. Amen. You guys get something out of that? Hello. Okay. Now, you guys know what this is? This gives you the ability to give via credit card. Because most of us don't have cash on us. But we can fill out one of these, okay? So if you want to give via credit card, I want you to uh, just grab one of these. Did you already pass them all out? Okay, so everybody has one? Okay, can we pass them through the aisles, please? Just pass them out to everybody. Yeah, here you go. Okay, and I'm going to get my brother up here to play, and we're going to begin to worship. And don't be surprised when you come to the altar.
the glory consumes you. I remember one night I received an offering. There's about two and a half thousand people. And it was in an old Orthodox church that we rented out. And it had a big communion table. You know how they received communion, you know, with the grape juice and the bread. There's a huge wooden communion table. And I told everybody, why don't you come forward and put it at the altar and say, Lord, this is my heart. Lord, this is my trust. This is my faith in you. I feel him. When people started coming down the altar, I literally watched an invisible man. I couldn't see him, but I saw what he was doing. He was walking through, touching people when they were coming down the aisles. People were putting their offering on the table, but also they were getting touched before they can get to the table. And that people were falling out in the glory and the presence of the Lord. The Lord was consuming and receiving the act of worship, the act of love, the law of sowing and reaping. And he's like, now I can bless. They sowed. They sowed. It might be your two mites, but he sees. It might be a large sum of money. He sees. He's just wanting you to believe. He's just wanting you to trust. So he can invade your world and bring forth the answer of harvest, the answer of multiplication, the answer of blessing. I want you, as you give, to also begin to receive. So as you get out of the aisles and you start to come up here, okay, I'm just showing you by example, okay? I want you to begin to worship the Lord wants you to worship him. And as you give, begin to receive. Begin to receive. And don't be surprised if the anointing and the blessed one blesses you with a touch. Are you guys ready to give tonight? Everybody okay? I think we needed that right now. I am inspired. I'm at, Lord, I got to get this. I got to keep flowing in it. I'm not going to let fear rob me. I'm not going to let doubt rob me. I'm going to stay in faith, stay in trust in my God, the God of all blessing, my Father, my Savior, my King. He knows what to do when I give to Him. He knows how to bless when I give. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet. I'm going to pray a prayer, and then I want you just to come here, and I want you to come up with faith, saying, we're doing, I'm doing this in Jesus' name. I'm doing this and breaking through. Devil, you aren't going to steal anymore. I'm going to rebuke the devourer with my giving. That's going to be a seed in Jesus' name. Father, right now, just lift up your hands. Begin to worship. Father, we just worship you, El Shaddai. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and Jacob, the God of Adam and Eve, the one that blessed in the garden. You blessed David, a shepherd boy, made him a king. You made his son Solomon, the richest man in the world. 
Lord, and I know that you can bless us. Right now, Father, bless your children, your sons and daughters, as they put their faith and trust in you and in the promise of what your son said, Jesus. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. You are the word of God, Jesus. You said, if you cannot understand the power of, or the parable of the story of the seed, how will you not understand all things? Right now, we sow our seed. I want everybody to come up and begin to worship, bless, sow, give, and then receive in Jesus' name. Come on, you guys can come now. We worship you, Jesus. Say, hey, hallelujah. Can I get my mic on, please? Have the rest of the band come on up, too. Come on, guys. We're going to celebrate Jesus tonight. I don't feel like preaching tonight. You just gotta go off the page and move. Sometimes you just gotta sing what's in your heart. You gotta find the groove and
mighty wind, rushing mighty wind, blow through me tonight. Whoa, I can feel that. Rushing mighty, rushing mighty wind, blow through. Come on, blow through me. tonight just a little bit go ahead guys sing find it and launch we're going to get into that place hallelujah come on
been so thirsty. I've been so, he said, well, come to me and drink and out from your belly will flow rivers of living water. I just want to drink, Lord. I just want to see, I want you to open my eyes tonight. I'm telling you, God is opening the eyes of his church. But you got to drink. You got to lose yourself in him. Oh, God. Some of you think, well, this guy's nuts. This guy's out of his mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. I'm out of your mind. And I'm into his mind. The mind of Christ. Ooh, so, Lord, I want to drink until I lose my mind. <laughs> I just want to drink until I lose my mind. I want, to, I want to drink until I lose myself in you. So, drink. Jesus told the woman at the well in John chapter 4, he said, Hi, give me something to drink. Because the well is deep. And she said, well, I don't have anything to draw from. And the well is deep. He said, listen, if you would have known who was asking you for a drink, you would have asked me for a drink. <laughs> you would have asked me for a drink. Because the water that I give you, whoever drinks this water will never thirst again Come on. <laughs> 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 Ooh, so Lord I just want to drink I just want to drink mm. come on I want you to drink just just tell the Lord you are the river of life, Jesus. You are the river that flows out of heaven. You are that river. Hallelujah. The Bible says there is a river whose waters give life. There's a river, a river of life. John in Revelation chapter 22, he said, verse 1, at the end of all things, it says, He showed me the river, sparkling, crystal, clear, the river of life. It was flowing out of the throne, and it was flowing out of the Lamb. It, that river was flowing out of the throne, and it was flowing out of the of Jesus. That river flows out of Jesus. It's a healing river. It's a miracle river. So drink. Come on. Drink. 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 I'm telling you, Jesus said, whoever drinks this water, that water is here tonight. Whoever drinks this water will never. 
Actually, it was 2015, yeah, so three years ago. And I got there, was completely jet-lagged, you know, was just coming in for a quick weekend, boom. And I'm, and I'm in and out. And I got there, and, you know, I didn't even have time to change. They threw me right into the morning session, and I did the morning session, and that was great. And I went back to rest because I was doing the night session. I was there with a couple of friends of mine. And I came back at the night session, did the Saturday night service, a Friday night service, did the Saturday morning service, Saturday night service. I was back and I was starting to feel halfway normal, jet lag. And I came into the meeting and the house was packed. And, and I, I walked into the meeting and you know how they got the ushers up front that try to protect this, everybody from the the speakers or the speakers from the people well that didn't work out so good because I was sitting up in the front and I was getting ready to go up and preach and the worship was just wrapping up right and it was it was hot it, we were going for it and and this little I don't know what she was she was this little girl looked like she's about 16 years old beautiful little girl just walked up snuck somehow got past the usher I like all the usher shirts well it didn't work over there she snuck in past the ushers and she was hoeing man you know what a hoer is you know what a hoer is you guys are looking at me like how you know she was she was hoeing ho woo ho brother Jackson she was a hoer <laughs> You guys got it? She was hoeing. How, brother? How? How, brother? She got up to me, and they were trying to yank her off of me. And I said, No, no. She said, I got, I got a word from, from the Lord for you. And I said, Oh, isn't that cute? Here's the little 16-year-old hoeing, hoeing away. How? I, I got a word from Jesus for you. Woo! How? How? You know, hoeing. They, they were trying to yank her when I said, no, just leave her. I said, come here, sweetheart. I said, put your hand in my hand. Give me the word. I thought, isn't that cute, you know? <laughs> cute little thing giving me a word. I said, come here, honey. Give, take my hand. She put her hand in my hand, and she began to tell me things that only me and Jesus know. <laughs> she was telling me this and telling me that and telling me conversations that I had with just my wife and I. Now I'm, I'm, I'm realizing Jesus is wearing this little 16-year-old black intercessor suit. 
And I'm going, I'm weeping because only Jesus and I know these things. And she said, and, and the Lord's going to take you to heaven tonight. He's going to take you to heaven and you're going to receive a miracle in heaven. Now, I needed a miracle. And I didn't let anybody know I needed a miracle, but I needed a miracle. And I'm just weeping. I'm just completely wrecked. And I got to go up and preach. Just weeping and snotting, you know, everything all over the place. So I get up and I preach that night. And, and, and I finished up and I went, I, just take me back to my hotel. I got back to my hotel and I thought, Lord, what in the world was that all about? Because that was Jesus wearing a little, a little 16-year-old black suit. I thought, Lord, what was that all about? And I said, Lord, just do it. And I, and I, and I, I fell asleep. And in the morning, I opened my eyes and I got up and used the restroom and I laid back down. And I, I was laying there thinking about what the Lord said to me that night. And I fell asleep. I must have dozed off again because I found myself in the middle of a 1950s revival meeting. I found myself in a 1950s revival hall in heaven. And I looked around. There must have been about 5,000 people. This was a technicolor vision. And it was a dream. At least I thought it was a dream. And, and, and in this, I could see the grandstands. I could see... I could see this hall, and I'm looking, and I'm going, wow. And I'm standing on a stage like this, but it's all wooden, and it's old, but it's, but it's new, but it's old. It's like 1950s, and I can hear, I can feel the anticipation from the people, and I could see the halls, and there were, there must have been five, seven, 7,000 people there. And I look, and the Lord is standing on the stage with me. And I look out, and he's, he's looking out into the people. So he's not looking at me. I'm looking at him. He's not looking at me. He's looking out there. So I'm looking out where he's looking. And I notice there's a man standing on the stage. He's skinny. He's got a white suit on. He's got a white suit, and I, I can't see his face, but I knew exactly who he was. He was William Branham. How, how many are familiar with William Branham? William Branham was probably, you could stack up all the revivalists of the 1950s on one side and William Branham on the other. He had more miracles than all of them put together. He was skinny. He walked up to me in heaven with the Lord standing at my left side. He put one hand on my chest. He put one hand on my head. And he proclaimed me healed in the name of Jesus Christ. I could feel his hand. I could feel his head. I could uh, his hand on my head, on my chest. And I received a miracle right there in heaven. Just like that little girl said to me the night before. And then, as quickly as that happened, it's like the Lord took the remote control and changed the channel. And I've seen Bob Jones, my spiritual papa, who had been gone at that point like a year. And he's standing, he's, he's like in the television screen. And if you don't know Bob, he's like talking really fast. Did you ever turn, did you ever turn on the television and there's a, a used car salesman on there and he's going, well, it was Bob Jones and that's what he was doing. 
he was like right in the middle of, of saying something super important and, and it's like the channel changed in the, in the vision, in the dream and he was saying, take care of this and make sure you do this, he's my spiritual pop and he's just giving me what for he said, make sure you do this and do this and make sure you take care of that and do this and do that and he said, and oh by the way, don't screw it up he said, because you are connected to my testimony now he's in heaven and I'm going like, yes, sir. And the next thing I know, I'm waking up and I look at the digital clock I'm next to the bed, and it was 5.55. And the Lord said, ho! He said, ho! The Lord said, ho! If you're thirsty, it was Isaiah 55. If you're thirsty, then come to the water. You who have no money, come, buy, eat, drink spiritual wine and water and milk and eat spiritual bread simply for the price of self-surrender. If you have no money, just come, buy, eat, drink simply for the price of self-surrender. He said, why do you spend money and focus and attention on things that do not satisfy? He said, come to me eat from me, drink from me, and your soul <laughs> will revive. And then he quoted verse 5, for you will go to nations that you do not know. Nations will come to you because of the Holy One of Israel and because I have glorified you. Isaiah 55, 5, and then he said it again, Ho! If you're thirsty, ho! If you're hungry, ho! Come, drink, eat from me, and your soul will revive. But you must drink, you must eat, you must derive your life sustenance, your power, your strength. You must eat from me. Unless you eat me, unless you drink from me, you have no life in you. He said, Jeff, tell the church, they've got to eat from me. They've got to drink from me. If you want to see the supernatural, you must drink from me. For I am the river of living water. I am the bread of life that has come down from heaven. If you eat from me and drink from me, you will live forever. Jesus told the woman at the well, listen, if you drink the water that I give you, you will never, ever, ever thirst again. So Lord, I told the Lord, Lord, I just want to drink. I just want to eat from you. I have had my last bite of plastic fruit. I've had my last bite of religious this and religious that. Jesus, I want to eat from you. You are the tree of life. You are the river of life. I want to drink 
until I want no more. I want to eat until I can't hold any more. I want to drink and eat from you so that my soul revives. I want to revive. I want to come back to life again. I want to eat from you. You are life. And when I eat from you and eat your life and drink your life, I will live. I will really live. So right now, I'm telling you, God wants to revive some of you tonight in ways you have never been revived. You're alive now. Christ is in you. Maybe you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus. Jesus wants to come into you. He wants you to come into him. He wants you to be one. He wants to know you, love you, save you, wash you, sanctify you. But even more than that, he wants you to live from him. He is life. So right now, I want you to turn your eyes toward the Lord. I want you to open your mouth, and I want you to just drink the river of his presence. Yes, because supernaturally tonight, yeah. something is coming alive in you. I once was lost. I once was dead. But now, tonight, something is happening to you. Something is happening. I had this vision in Brisbane, Australia, three years ago. And the Lord said, Jeff, drink. Tell the church, drink. Tell them, drink. For my blood really is drink. And my body really is food. You must eat from me and drink from me. So right now, lift your, lift your heads toward the Lord. Come on, just lift your heads toward the Lord and just drink from his presence. Come on. Don't look down to the ground. He's not down there. The Bible says lift your heads. Lift your eyes. Look to the hills from where your strength comes from. Lift up your eyes. Lift up your gaze. Look up into the heavens. The Lord is shining upon you. Rise and shine. <laughs> For your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Drink tonight. Drink tonight. 
from his presence. There are miracles in his glory. There are miracles in his presence. There are miracles in the glory of God. You need a miracle tonight? You need a miracle tonight? You need a breakthrough tonight? Lift your hands. Lift your hands.
because you are part of pulling heaven down to earth. Your expectation and your faith and your love. I see a healing angel. I see a healing angel right now. Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? I see a healing angel. His wife is in the hospital, right? Is that right? Wife is in the hospital, is that right? I don't stop, don't stop. I see a healing angel. Lord, I want to thank you for the miracle. Come on. I rebuke that cancer now. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes. Only speak the word and your servant will be healed. So right now, according to Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, I rebuke that spirit now in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, you see, I'm giving you keys. Matthew 16, 16. Keys to the kingdom. Whatever you bind must be that which is already bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on the earth must be that which is already loosed. Where's Karen? Right now, Karen. Right now, Karen. Where's Karen? Karen, I hear a miracle for Karen right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Put your hands up right now, quickly, quickly, quickly. Todd! Todd, Todd, where's Todd? A, a miracle for Todd. A miracle for Todd. A miracle with family. A miracle for Todd. A miracle with your father. Look at that. Look at that right there in Jesus' name. Come on, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. I'm telling you something is happening tonight. There's a birthing that's happening tonight. There's a, a supernatural power being released from heaven tonight. Andrew, I'm hearing Andrew again. Hallelujah. Look at that. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. December the 31st. Look at that. Just there's somebody that's got a birth. Keep going. A December the 31st. A December the 31st. And I believe it's, it's either an anniversary. December the 31st. There's a December the 31st right now. I believe it's a birthday. And the, and the Lord is doing a miracle. There's a miracle that's happening with December the 31st. Right now, it's like a New Year's Eve. It's like the eve of New Year's, but it's a birthday, December the 31st. Put your hands up one more time. Everybody lift it up right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke that spirit of epilepsy. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that spirit, pow, of epilepsy. In the name of Jesus. Pow. The God of me. In the name of Jesus. Get off of him. Pow! In the name of Jesus. Pow!
right now in the name of Jesus Christ. A river of miracles and a river of flow is happening right now. I want you to begin to check your body. I don't care. It doesn't matter if I called it out or not. I want you to don't stop moving, but I want you to check your body right now. I want you to check your body. Don't stop engaging right now. We're just switching how we engage. I want you to begin to move your body. You can't, look at that, look, right there, osteoarthritis. I saw it just go right now. Osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis. For, I'm seeing, a, I don't know if it's a Maggie or a Martha, but it's Maggie. Is that you right there? Yeah, osteoarthritis just came right off of you came right off of you. You feel it? It's gone. Look at that. It's gone. I want you to move around. Do something you couldn't do right now. I just saw it. Look, there it is. Good. I just saw it move. Look at that. Power of God. Power. Power. Wonder. Working. Power. Coming right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I just saw it go. Hallelujah. Come on. Move around. Check. As you move. As you check. Awesome. That's how the miracles will begin to manifest. I want you to check five times. Do something you couldn't do. Do it right now. If you got to run, run. If you got to go to the bathroom, check to see that that tumor is gone. I want you to check to see that that tumor is gone. Come on, don't. You're not doing it for this meeting. You are sowing seed into a healing revival by checking. Come on, checking. Checking. Seed into a healing revival. I've been in meetings where I've seen everybody in the meeting healed. Jesus came into the region and he healed them all. He healed them all. And they came from the north. They came from the south. They came from the east. They came from the west. They came testifying of the power of God. Look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that, look at that right here. Angels, look at that. Somebody just got a miracle right here. Somebody just got a miracle. I'm seeing the eyes. Who's got the eye? I see the condition of the eyes. I just saw it come right off. I just saw it come right off just now. Just now. Just now. Come on, I want you to check quickly, quickly, quickly. Do something you couldn't do. If you couldn't bend over, bend over. If you couldn't bend down, bend down. Do something. Do something. Do something you couldn't do.
just lift your hands up for just a moment. Jesus, Jesus, you are so amazing, Lord. Thank you for your great grace. <laughs> Thank you for your great power. Come on, in the nation of Australia at this time. Thank you for your great power, your great grace, for your great miracles, for your great glory in the nation. your testimony out. I want you to I want you to email the ministry. E, just email it in. Text it in. I don't care however you want to do it. Email the office. Text it to one of the one of the staff. Just let us know what happened. I'm telling you there's going to be so many documented miracles. Somebody say amen. There's going to be so many documented miracles in the days to come. And I'm talking crazy wild, unimaginable, unthinkable miracles. I was talking with David Hogan today. How many know who David is? You guys have had Dave. He's texting me saying, man, what's going on there? What's going on? I'm saying, man, it's, it, there's an explosion going on. There's things that are happening. He's in India right now. There's going to be resurrections. multiple resurrections. I want you to testify, send your testimony in by connecting, by email or by text. Put your hand up because God's going to touch you right now. 